Have you ever felt like walking in miracles is a mystery? Have you ever felt like, okay, is there a formula to this? Or I know that miracles is God's will, or I think it might be God's will, but I haven't quite walked into it. We are going to dive into that today. So, Amen. Really, what was coming up to me today is that we need to know two things about the will of God. The first is we need to know what His will is in order for two, for us to be able to walk in the boldness mm -hmm. of who we are in Christ. If we don't know what His will, will is on something, then there's no way we're going to be able to walk in the boldness and being able to walk out His miracles yeah. for our lives. And so we're going to dive into that today. And really, yeah. um, you know, I know we've all heard the saying, you know, mm -hmm. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Yeah. And many of us who are watching right now, we walk in faith circles, you know, we believe in faith and we believe um, what the word says mm -hmm. about if walking in miracles, walking in faith, walking in healing, walking in prosperity and walking in freedom from sin. Yeah. So we believe that. But there have been some instances where we might know it, but are we walking in that boldness or are we walking in it every day? Is it an yeah. everyday revelation? Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of times when... I know um, I've seen miracles mm -hmm. happening and we've seen, we see them happening all the time here at yeah. Boomerang. Or um, I may have experienced a healing or experienced a financial miracle, but is it an everyday experience mm -hmm. for me? And so that's one thing the Lord's been challenging mm -hmm. me in is the walking in the miraculous. It doesn't have to be a mystery, yeah. um, at least for me sometimes. I know it's been like, I must complete this formula. Am yeah. I in faith? Am I doing this? And then it gets to the list, right? Yeah. And then we aren't able to, then we get into our head and then we get into us doing things. And then it's not the Lord being able to mm -hmm. work through us. So you can put in the comments, um, faith begins where the will of God is known. Because yeah. that is the utmost importance. I know that there have been um, many times where uh, we, um, some people might have questions. Is it still God's will today to perform miracles? We saw yeah. it in the book of Acts. And one thing that I want to encourage for any viewers who might be new, if the word says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We see yeah. the God of the Old Testament performing miracles all the time. We see mm -hmm. the God in Acts. We see Jesus yeah. performing miracles. We see uh, the early church performing miracles. And even years yeah. later, with the last book of the New Testament, miracles were happening. Mm -hmm. And so if the Word of God, which is His will yeah. for us, it's like His will and mm -hmm. testament, you know, the Old Testament and the New Testament, it's His will for us. If that is chock full of miracles, why would it be different today? Yeah. God doesn't change and so mm -hmm. knowing that and walking in that boldness mm -hmm. is the first step for us to be able to know who yeah. we are in him amen yeah well what's coming to me is intimacy because if if you don't know like for example if i don't know serena crabtree then i'm not going to know that you like cozy blankets and a warm cup of tea on a day like this because i know you i know what you're going to want to do i know what you're going to want to happen i know that you're going to like soup are you going to want cozy things or to hang out with your kittens or hang out with buddy your husband i'm going to know you then i know what you want to do yeah and in john 17 3 we see clearly where jesus jesus is eternal life right and what is eternal 
eternal life is to know him. Yeah. John 17, 3 says, this is eternal life, yeah. that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Yeah. So knowing him is eternal life. And what are miracles? Working of miracles is working of the life, the Zoe life of God, where someone was given a death sentence, then the power of God comes in their body and they're alive forevermore. That eternal life is to know him. Knowing him means I know my God wants all things to work together yeah. for good. I know my God wants to perform miracles because he's perfect love. And in him, there's no darkness. In him, there's no death. In him, there's no decay. Where he is, there's fullness of life. Yeah. In him is eternal life. Yeah. Because I know him, I know what he wants to perform. Amen. Amen. And we've done a whole series yeah. on that. What is salvation? Mm -hmm. What is life? That yeah. Zoe life. Mm -hmm. And if he's given that to us, and if he's made us, his inheritance, mm -hmm. he's, that means what belongs to him belongs yeah. to us as well. Yeah. And so what we need to do is know what's in him, mm -hmm. what's involved in that Zoe life, what's in that intimacy with mm -hmm. him. You know, um, the word says that he's the firstborn yeah. of many brethren. Mm -hmm. And so he's the first, but then mm -hmm. we came after him. Yeah. And so what was Jesus's to walk in? It's ours to mm -hmm. walk in as well. And we yeah. don't, we aren't able to know the, we might know the, some of the will mm -hmm. of God, but we aren't able to know it fully without that intimacy, mm -hmm. to know that eternal life yeah. without the intimacy uh, with Jesus. Yeah. That's so good. And so knowing who we are in him yeah. is what's going to be able to help us to mm -hmm. walk in that boldness, to walk in the yeah. everyday miracles. And this is something I'm, I've not arrived in this. I'm not mm -hmm. pretending. I'm needing to grow in this myself yeah. too. And mm -hmm. so, yeah. um, and we can actually, I was thinking about Matthew 13, verse 11. Sorry, my Bible's upside down. Um, <laughs> where it talks about the um, knowing and understanding uh, what God's will is for us. Okay, Matthew 13. I'm just getting there. Verse 11. And more page. It says, and you can put that in the comments, Matthew 13, 11. Marky already did it. Thank you, Marky. It says, Jesus answered them, to you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been granted. And right before that, Jesus was talking mm -hmm. about the parable of um, the seeds. And mm -hmm. he ended with it, he who has ears let him hear. Yeah. And God's not withholding any good thing from those mm -hmm. who walk uprightly. He's not a respecter of men. He's a respecter yeah. of faith. So yeah. that the people who with faith have ears to hear mm -hmm. and have ears to know and the heart to understand him and a heart to walk in that intimacy with mm -hmm. him, that's the one who he's going to be able to get understanding to. And it's in yeah. that understanding, mm -hmm. um, a divine understanding, not a, um, a logical, yeah. worldly understanding. That's whenever we're going to be able to walk in those miracles with mm -hmm him and so marky did you have something over there no okay and so that's why it's so important for us to it's not a formula and yeah. i know that my default had been to mm -hmm. come up with a formula okay am i um in faith am mm -hmm. i um making sure like there's no unbelief or sin in my yeah. life am i um uh, making sure that i'm expecting am i declaring the word over myself because i mean all of that is good to declare the word over yourself to you know um uh navigate all of that stuff but it's not necessarily being in rest with the mm -hmm. lord 
And so one of the biggest things for us, I mean, if there isn't a formula, but what is faith? It's believe you have received. It's mm-hmm. Mark what a Mark 11 is. Yeah. Believe that you have received. Mm-hmm. And so we know the will of God and we will just believe him as mm-hmm. his word. That's what a childlike faith is. Yeah. Being able to approach our heavenly father. God, you said this. I believe I have it. And there is a mm-hmm. time to declare, I believe I have da, da, mm-hmm. da, da. But many times that's not how children <laughs> react. That's not how they mm-hmm. are with their parents. Father, you said on November 2nd that you would take me to get ice cream. I called that into being now. <laughs> you yeah. know? I mean, those t- there's times whenever the Lord will stir in us, but that's not necessarily something that needs to mm-hmm. uh, be our reality. We mm-hmm. just walk in that. And then yeah. it's available for us to walk in every day. Yeah. And that's been stretching for me because I don't have to wait for a certain Sunday mm-hmm. or for a certain tent revival or for a certain um, special service to be able to walk in miracles. The laying of hands is powerful mm-hmm. and God has anointed mm-hmm. that time, but we don't have to wait for those times mm-hmm. for us to be able to stir ourselves up in yeah. faith and be able to walk in the miraculous in the circles where God has planted us mm-hmm. and not just for ourselves, for those surrounding us, too. Yeah. That's so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, a good, a cool testimony about this, just a couple of days ago, there's tent meetings going on right now in Jefferson, yeah. South Carolina. So we've been going to um, see those and be a part of those. It's been a mighty move of God. Tonight's the last night. But when, I think it was Tuesday night we were there. And the when you're in a... When you're in a service like that, you're surrounded by a company of believers. You're surrounded by the anointing. The the Lord will come into these places, these seemingly small places. He loves to do big things in these small places. Or Jefferson, South Carolina on the map might look like a small place. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. But the Lord wants to move so mightily on his people's behalf because he loves us. That's the reason why. That's why we can walk in this faith because we know he loves us. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, he loves us. So we're sitting in the tent meetings and I had had an attack on my body that I was believing the Lord for fullness of restoration in because no matter what I feel, no matter what it looks like, he's good, right? He's God. He's good and he loves me. So we're sitting there and it's a time of exhortation where to the natural mind, it might not look like it could be time to receive. Maybe if, if you're thinking, okay, well, I just need to go up and have lay, hands laid on me and then I'll receive it. And that's okay. There is a time where that's the only time I could receive. That's not a bad place to be. That's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's a new level for this body to rise up in. There's a new level to come up in in the things of God where you don't even need to wait for Sunday morning. You don't even need to wait for pastors to call you up. You you say, I believe I have it now. Yeah. I know it's my now. I believe I receive. And then sometimes that laying on a hands, it's just the finishing touch. It's done. I know right now in Jesus, it's done. So we're sitting there in the service and he's exhorting. And then out of nowhere, there was just this like churning in my stomach, this fire burning in my stomach. And 
I knew in that moment, the fire of God is coming on my body right now to heal me and to restore me. And the anointing is present right now for that restoration that I'm believing for. And then I take it and I grab it with my faith and I believe it's done. I believe it's done right now. And then walking that out, continuing to walk that out, even if the symptom tries to come back, because believe it or not, it did try to come back. No, I know who I am in him. I know the anointing came on my body right then and there. It's finished. And you continue to speak it. You continue to believe it no matter what it looks like, because God's faithful and he will not allow his children to slip or to fall. He's a sure footing and a sure foundation. Yeah. Yeah, And that was one thing the Lord was ministering to me and teaching me during these meetings yeah. is I don't wait until the minister calls for an altar call to start yeah. receiving. And that was mm-hmm. one thing that Brother Tracy was saying. He says, you're looking at me. Stop looking at me. Start looking to Jesus, looking at the yeah. one who is like mm-hmm. pouring out. And so yeah. that was a shifting moment for me as well mm-hmm. that, okay, I'm receiving right now. I yeah. don't have to wait until the end to, okay, now I'm going to receive. No, mm-hmm. I receive. And you experienced that. Mm-hmm. And I saw Buddy experience that as well. And others who they it, it clicked. Yeah. They, I got it. I have it now. Yeah. And seeing the rejoicing in that, there is an action that mm-hmm. comes whenever you, it's, and sometimes it's going to be quiet, but the, oftentimes there's there's an action mm-hmm. of faith. Yeah. And a lot of times that's going to be stretching for us. And that's okay. Yeah. It was stretching for our flesh, not for us. Yeah. But that's okay. That's a good thing mm-hmm. to be able to step out because faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. We don't work for our faith. But yeah. there's a faith accompanied. There's a works and there's an action accompanied yeah. by our faith whenever mm-hmm. we believe we've received it. So what am I going to do whenever I believe I've received my healing? What am I going to do whenever I believe that I have the provision that mm-hmm. I need? And Buddy and I have been w- walking this out, too, in certain areas. God, thank you. We have this. an excitement rising up. And yeah. this is all from the Lord, His grace. God, thank you. We have this. And yeah. it's just been a, a continual excitement that the Lord's been helping us to walk in as mm-hmm. we've gotten this revelation this week. So, so exciting to see what God is doing. And then mm-hmm. whenever we have that and knowing, not that we've arrived, but whenever we get that revelation mm-hmm. of who we are in Christ, that's going to be whenever we're able to yeah. walk in that boldness. Yeah, because then yeah. you have a right to it. Mm-hmm. You know that there's no, there's, there's no um, plan B with faith. You know, yeah. there's no option B. Faith doesn't see another choice. Faith doesn't doesn't look for other options. I know that it's coming because I have a right to it. Jesus Christ died for me to have that right. He died, defeated it all, Mm -hmm. rose again, and gave, he was given the keys and then said, take the keys. I've given you the authority. So why would we just lay back and let things happen to us? (laughs) Because there's, there is a fight. We have to fight the good fight of faith. It's not something that we just lay back and say, well, you know, it'll happen when it happens. Oh, that day, it'll be such a sweet day, the sweet by and by. No, we've been given an authority. That's something that we have to act on. And like you just said, faith that works is dead. So faith speaks, faith acts, faith gets up even when it wants to lay down. Faith chooses. There's no other option. The only option for me is Jesus Christ and him crucified. The only option for me is for the power and the boldness and for miracles. That's the power that raises the dead. That sees no other option. I'm reminded of David Hogan. 
he, he had this open vision of a bull and a baby and, and a bull, he's, you know, he's filled with the best nutrients. He has the strongest muscles. It could be like the church in Revelation where on paper it looked like they were doing all the right things, but this precious gift the bull couldn't get into the bull had everything right on paper mm. but it didn't have the childlike baby faith mm. then there's a baby as well in this field this open vision that he was having there's a baby that was able to open up the gift just such ease and like it was nothing like cooing and just having such a good time and the bull is like oh like i'm doing all the right things i'm i'm what this doesn't make any sense and on paper faith doesn't make logical sense what do you mean jump out of my wheelchair when I was given a, a sentence that I'd be paralyzed forever? Sometimes these things, they don't make logical sense. But God is so far above. He says, my ways are higher. My thoughts are higher than yours. So faith isn't, it's not a, a um, formula. It's not a formula. It's just simply believing yeah. that he, he said it. Okay, yeah. I believe it. And it's really cool because, you know, a baby compared to the bull, it doesn't have everything together. And mm -hmm. the Lord's not asking for a perfection yeah. and a legalism with that, because mm -hmm. I know that that had been a ditch for me. Like, well, I can't receive from the Lord because this is messed up in my life, or I messed up before, <laughs> and so how yeah. can I receive now? No, we come boldly yeah. into His throne room. We don't intentionally walk in sin. We repent of that, mm -hmm. but we come boldly into His mm -hmm. throne room in our time of need yeah. and knowing he's our heavenly father. You even had one of the scriptures um, that I believe you had on the um, uh, outline about Paul when it mm -hmm. says, I wronged no one. Yeah. This was a murderer, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. before the Lord transformed him. But he was so um, sure mm -hmm. of who he was in Christ yeah. that that wasn't even who he was anymore. Yeah. That was the old mm -hmm. dead man. I'm not a murderer. Yeah. And he was able to walk in that boldness yep. Because of who he was in Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who he knew he was in Christ. It, it, let's read that scripture. Yeah. This is 2 Corinthians 7 2. Make room for us in your hearts. We wronged no one. We corrupted no one. We took advantage of no one. To say that, like, whenever, even just honing in just on, we took advantage of no one. When they literally would pull people out of their homes and murder them, how you're able to stand before the Lord knowing I'm so washed, I'm so cleansed, I've taken advantage of no one because truly what he did at cross of Calvary, he took on every sin, every sin that I've ever committed that I will ever commit. He already took it on his body. It's already finished. It's a finished work. So I know that in Christ, because of his righteousness, not my righteousness, I believe I receive his righteousness. That is what cleanses me from all yeah. sin. Yeah. So I can say, I can say, not just Paul, not just Serena, yeah. not just me, you, you can say, I've taken advantage of no one. Why? Because through the power of Jesus Christ and his righteousness, we can receive forgiveness of sins after we've repented because there is a repentance that's required. John the Baptist, when he made the way for Jesus, he says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yeah. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand now. Repent, be washed from your sins, be cleansed from your sins. Receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your righteousness and believe he is who he says he is and that you are who he says you are yeah. and with that foundation of faith you and him can change the world yeah 
And I know that there's been different times whenever the enemy has been a jerk. He doesn't do anything new. He, he <laughs> no. just he lies to everybody and tries to deceive the mm-hmm. same, trying to bring up the past and trying to bring up things that the old man may have done. Mm-hmm. But whenever we go back to that, that's the sin consciousness. Yeah. That's saying, and like I'm talking to myself right now, that's saying that the work that Jesus did for us, it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And I know that there have been things like, okay, like, God, I repent of this, and this isn't who I am. Mm-hmm. That's done with. Yeah. Like, I don't even need to go back to that anymore as a yep. part of the past. Like, mm-hmm. not even like, oh, this was who I am. That's not even, like, mm-hmm. I don't even think about that. Paul didn't say, oh, yeah, I was a murderer, mm-hmm. but now I've wronged no one. Yeah. He says, we wronged no one. Yeah. And that's how we need to, that's myself included, mm-hmm. we need to be regarding who we are in Christ, that I am the righteousness of God. This is who I am now. Yeah. This is who I am. It's not who now I am eventually now that I've gotten here. It's who the fullness of Mm -hmm. who I am is. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And so, um, as we're walking into this boldness, mm-hmm. you know, do we believe that we've received? Do we, is it too good to think that I can walk in miracles every single day? Mm-hmm. That I can walk in easy and light all the time? Like, I look at pastor, I'm like, you get do this all the time? <laughs> like, walking this, it's not just a pipe dream that mm-hmm. we get to walk in easy and light or that it's only just for a few select people. We get to walk in the miraculous every day. Yeah. And that's expanding vision for myself. It's not just for Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. It's not just for special times. I want to I want to believe for it yeah. every day. And it's okay Amen. to get our hopes up in that. I know that there have been times where I'm like, okay, I'll just like believe for this for myself for now my biggest need you know I'll ask God for that and then we can get to the little things no I want to believe him for all of it to walk in the fullness in every area to walk in miracles in Mm. every area you can put that in the comments miracles every day every area we can believe for that Mm -hmm. now yeah it's for us yeah what's come up to me is Acts 319 And it goes right back into repentance. Mm -hmm. Therefore, repent and return so that your sins may be wiped away in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Why, why would, back to sin consciousness, why would the devil want to keep us in sin consciousness Mm. and condemnation? Because if we're in sin consciousness and condemnation, we can't flow in miracles Mm -hmm. because we've, we've chosen to submit to, uh, to one Thing that might seem true when there really is a higher truth which is righteousness which is the ability to come into repentance and be refreshed by the yeah. presence of the lord so instead of submitting to the flesh nature or an unrenewed mind that says oh no i've been too bad i've done too much there's just no way god could love me that's not true there is a higher truth which is the word of god and he says here clearly it, it, it's this is truth the word of god is the highest truth of all truths therefore repent and return repent and return it's as easy as that lord i'm so sorry that that happened please empower me give me the strength and the grace to never do that again and he will bless that heart that doesn't want to do that sin he's not mad at you coming boldly to his throne he's not upset with you he wants to perform miracles he wants to perform the miraculous 
I'm reminded of one thing the Lord has told Pastor Brian. He said, because Pastor Brian, when he was called to preach, he was running from the call. He was running from it because it seemed like, how could he become this great man of God that God had called him to be? The Lord told him, if you were perfect, who, who would preach? No one is perfect. If, if I expected my children to be perfect, who would preach? Mm-hmm. If I'd expected my children to be perfect, why would I send Jesus? Yeah. I'm not, expe- he's not expecting people to be perfect. He's simply expecting a willing and submitted and humble heart that says, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, Lord, use me as a vessel for your glory. Yeah. Use me yeah. to perform miracles. And that heart that's submitted to his will, he can do anything through because he just wants to love on his kids. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It goes back to love. Yeah. He just wants to love on his kids. Yeah. So why would he want his kids to be hurt, sick, bruised, busted, disgusted? No. We're not in the beggar's house anymore. We've yeah. been given a new name. We've been given the signet ring and the new robe. Yes. So now we can just rejoice in that and with that faith that says, Oh my God loves me. I believe that he loves me. Yeah. So that's the power that can raise the dead and perform miracles. And there's a world that is relying on us. Yes. To do that, to walk in that. It's not just our lives that are on the line. You know, Mm -hmm. when we first got here, we were having a conversation with pastors when my flesh was really screaming. (laughs) And pastors said, there are people in your future who are relying on you to put down the flesh in this area. And that, like, I was like, oh my gosh, it's not just about me. Why am I making yeah. this like being selfish like this there are people in our futures in our lives now who are relying on us to be able to walk in that power and in that boldness of God's will yeah. for that for us and for them yeah. to be able to with boldness God's called us to lay hands on the sick and see them recover mm-hmm. God's called us to be able to walk in that righteousness yeah. forgetting what's behind but being able to walk in who he's mm-hmm. called us to be yeah. there are world needs us especially as the end times are here we've seen what's happening in the world the world needs to see god's love yeah and they need to see his miracles that manifest through that mm-hmm. love it's a, yeah. it's a necessity and so and it's exciting mm-hmm. like god you've called us to so much more than me just receiving a miracle because he wants to bless his children big time it yeah. goes beyond just our personal miracles to the world around us each one of us are called to lay hands on the sick yeah in our spheres, we are, can't have pastors mm-hmm. come to every one of our workplaces, mm-hmm. and they don't have relationship with all of these different people or going to the grocery store or wherever. God's called us individuals, not just the fivefold ministry. Mm-hmm. He's called the individuals to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. We all know hurting people, and God has called us mm-hmm. to those people, and it's an exciting calling as a Christian. Yeah. Being a Christian is not boring yeah. at all. He's always calling us, and if we're giving ourselves to his yeah. growth there's always areas that we're being able to be expanded in yep. and it's exciting being knowing mm-hmm. that well honestly we don't even know the fullness of what he's yeah. called us to it's yeah. that big yeah it's that it's, big it reminds me of one this marky and i were actually talking about this before the broadcast of just what power is is made when we're simply in where god's placed us yeah 
just simply being yielded to the planting and in our place, how powerful that really is. How many lives that affects just by us being in our place. I mean, think about a tomato plant. You know, if, if the tomato plant is fully yielded to the soil, and yep. it, it can produce so much fruit that can then benefit other people. So that tomato plant isn't just growing tomatoes because that's what it was created to do. It's growing tomatoes to then provide life sources yeah. to other people. Yeah. So me being planted and yielded to the soil, me choosing to submit to who God says I am, me choosing to refuse and submit to God and resist the devil, that choice, like Serena was just saying, it doesn't just affect us. Mm -hmm. That choice affects everybody we're called to then provide that love of God too. Yeah. It doesn't just affect you. There's a ripple effect in the spirit that your choices have. And it's vital that you choose life this day. Every day that you wake up, today I'm going to choose faith. Yeah. Today I'm going to choose joy. Today I'm going to choose the fruit of the spirit. Today I'm going to choose to say yes to God. And in that yes to God, in that submission, that's where the power comes from. Yeah. It says submit to God. Submit to God. Humble yourself. Grace and greater grace can flood your life when we're submitted to the planting, submitted to His will. That's where His power and His mercy can flow. Yeah, amen. And we're yeah. going to believe and stand for with that. Um, I'm reminded of what Pastor Brian ministered on recently about as we're making these choices mm -hmm. to continually walk with the Spirit, stay left and abreast is what he was talking about, yeah. and abiding, just staying with Him, not getting ahead of Him, not lagging behind, but staying right with Him yeah. and abiding in Him. And then that's whenever we're going to be able to make those choices because each time, each step is a choice. Am I going to continue or am I going to yeah. lag or am I going to get, God, this doesn't seem like it's happening fast enough. Let me just like hurry up the process <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> But it's in that abiding. And each moment, each choice that we make mm -hmm. to submit to the Spirit is a, is a growth time. Mm -hmm. And something clicked in me whenever a pastor ministered on that. That if each moment is like we have, let's say there's just five moments. There's so many more moments of submitting mm -hmm. to the Spirit. But let's say there's yeah. five moments each day. Those are five growth opportunities mm -hmm. that I've just taken. And imagine that over a week. Seven yeah. days of, okay, I've done that, and I'm committing to the Lord, and I'm abiding in Him. What am I going to look like at the end of the year? Yeah, It's going to be unrecognizable, the work that the—not the work I'm doing, but the work that the Holy Spirit is doing. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is. It's each step with the Lord. Each step with the Lord. Yes, Lord. And purposing, God, I say yes to you. If we miss it, God, I repent. We get right back on track with mm -hmm. Him. And we—and honestly, there's been many opportunities that I needed to take of repentance. <laughs> and you just get back in, and each time it's— Mm -hmm. when my flesh and when I'm not giving to my flesh each time it's quicker and quicker and quicker mm -hmm. Hon and I can honestly say that that I've been able to qu more quickly put down the flesh and mm -hmm. get right back in step with the Lord yeah. in that yeah. yeah well the flesh the flesh feels like it has to pay a price the uh, the flesh isn't going to just magically change. We have to actively put it down and choose to put it down. That's another reason why we're commanded to fast because it really yeah. does. It, it strengthens that ability to say no to the yeah. flesh and to yeah. say yes to the spirit. Saying no to the flesh is something that's quite necessary <laughs> as <true>. a Christian. <laughs> it's pretty necessary. But the more that you do it and the more you say yes to God, the better life gets. You know, before I was a Christian, I was a very, very fleshly person. I mean, I'm still learning how to put my flesh down. Not that I've arrived, but it, when I wasn't living for God, my whole 
basically my God was my flesh. I was. I was a God to my flesh. What my flesh wanted, my flesh did. That's just how my life was. If my flesh said do this, then okay, let's go do that. Basically, like just floating with the flesh was my life. And so coming into this life of Christianity and submitting to God, it's vital that you learn to put the flesh down. It truly is to do the work of ministry, to do everything God's called you to do, to impact all the lives He's called you to impact. It's really time to say no to the old tendencies, to strip off the old man, to strip off all that the enemy has still tried to say that you were or say that you are or say you'll never be this because you did that. You'll always be like this because choices you made. Mm -hmm. That's not true. Mm -hmm. You are the redeemed child of God, made new, completely brand new creature. Old things are passed away. So with that surety, I know that God is leading me to triumph. Yeah. I know that God is good. And He's not beating me up because I'm learning to put to death the deeds of the flesh. Yeah. God is not mad at you because you've missed it. God is not mad at you because you missed it. He's well pleased with you. And it's time to truly get that in our minds, renew our minds, Because you can have revelation in your spirit. Your head just needs to catch Mm -hmm, up with mm -hmm. it. Renewing your mind that, no, God loves me. I know if he's called me to believe for this, it can happen. He says, greater works you shall do. So, Lord, you've said it. I believe it. I don't have to beat myself up and have a pity party and wait till I feel it to shout. No, I shout now because I'm commanded to. I believe because I'm commanded to. I cast my cares on you because I'm commanded to. The flesh isn't going to want to cast cares. The flesh just wants to probably talk Mm -hmm. about the problem and and wait for it to magically disappear, Mm -hmm. which then eventually just gets infected and even worse. And it takes even more time to get it out. Yeah. Deal with it now. Deal with it now when those thoughts come up that might be small, like that might say, I don't know if I could ever raise the dead. No. Take that thought captive and you put it down. You submit it to Christ. I can raise the dead because resurrection power already dwells in me. And for some reason, raising the dead just keeps coming up and coming up today on this broadcast because I truly believe that the Lord is calling us to higher levels. There is so much higher in Christ that we can attain and it's possible. So speaking about raising the dead will stir up that faith. Yeah. Start to even meditate on it. Start to meditate on, no, I can raise the dead because if you can see yourself doing it, it can happen. Yeah. Yeah. And you can put in the comments, I'm not waiting to walk in boldness. Yeah. I have boldness now. Amen. We don't wait for that. We don't wait for the resurrection power to live inside of us in the future. We have yeah. that now. Mm-hmm. I don't wait to walk in miracles. Yeah. I walk in the miraculous now. And so we're going to take time to pray, to agree that we do walk in that boldness, that we do walk in who we are in Him. We have such a revelation of who we are in Him. We're going to receive as well Mm -hmm. here in the studio, knowing that we believe, we ask the Lord Mm -hmm. for wisdom and He's going to give it to us. We ask Him for understanding, He's going to give it to us. We ask Him for that boldness. He's not withholding from us. He's going to give it to us. And we believe that we have have received. Is there anything else that you had to add before that? Just, okay, the title of today is Removing the Mystery from the Miraculous. Removing the mystery is simply just removing any doubt, 
Yeah. Just refuse, refuse to doubt that it's not going to happen. Yeah. Refuse to doubt because if it's in this word, if yes. it's in your heart, it's possible. Yeah. With God, all things are possible. Yeah. Removing the mystery, remove, it's not possible. Yeah. Amen. Simple as that. It, it is possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's agree together. Yeah. Um, do you mind praying over? Yeah. Body? Thank yeah. you. Lord, thank you, Father. We give you glory. You are so good, God. And wherever you are, if you can, just receive this prayer. Lift your hands. Yield to the Spirit of God because He is calling us higher. He is calling us higher. Father, thank you that in you, all things are possible. In you, we can raise the dead. In you, blind eyes can be opened. In you, finances can be miraculously turned. There is nothing too hard for you. Father, you parted the Red Sea. Lord, you raised up Lazarus from the dead. Father, you defeated death, hell, and the grave. You hold the keys. You have all power, all dominion, all authority. So as we submit to your authority today, we speak life over every person under the sound of our voices. We speak life be. Boldness come forth. Anointing fall. And let your Holy Spirit and your fire be so evident in our lives today. Fill us fresh. Baptize us fresh. Lord, every person that has been tormented in their minds, we command every tormenting spirit, loose your grip. Go now. You have been evicted. The fire of God fall on every person who's willing and hungry to receive it from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. And they are walking in the best days of their life. Lord, thank you that they see with eyes of faith that there is only good things up ahead. Remove all fear of what might happen. Remove all fear of what might be happening right now in the world and let them find themselves in scripture. Let them find themselves in who you say they are and we receive it with boldness. Jesus, you are Lord of our lives. Everything you tell us to do, we will do. Thank you for dying for us for resurrecting for us defeating death for us we love you jesus and we praise you for who you are in your name amen amen Amen. you can put in the comments i believe i have received now yeah we do walk in that resurrection power now amen amen Amen. god is so good god is so good and we want to give the opportunity for anybody who may Mm -hmm. um have leading to sow into this broadcast um to be able to do that through um cash app venmo you can go to give www.org we also have um cryptocurrency a whole bunch of ways that people can give it is never a um obligation for anybody to give but we always want to make sure to provide the opportunity for anybody who wants to sow into a word that they've received from we never want to hinder anybody from being able to receive so Mm -hmm. that is absolutely available to you to be able to do that and so we're going to just bless that seed now we believe that god does bless the seed and there is a harvest on that so we're going to do that Mm -hmm. right now as well
And Father, I thank you for every seed that is sown in obedience to you, being led to you not out of obligation, not out of pressure. And so, Father, I thank you for the blessing that you have said over this seed, that you have made over this seed. And so, God, we bless this seed. I thank you that the harvest that comes back into people's laps, it is pressed down, shaken together, and it's running over into their laps. We thank you, God, for the cheerful givers who are sowing today and I thank you that they are blessed today yeah. and in the future in Jesus name we say blessing be Amen. now Amen